It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, once again, no Brady Beaton today. He's uh, off doing things at uh, SC4 um, because he's important. Uh, important is our guest today. Uh, well, we have a pair of guests. Uh, in case you've been living under a rock, uh, we have Mr. Basketball, Tyler Jamison from Port Huron Northern, and joining him will be his father-slash-head coach, Brian Jamison, and we'll get to the conversation with them in just a moment here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Gara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Gara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Gara Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. 
Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, and we're joined by uh, Tyler Jamison and Brian Jamison. Tyler, congratulations, Mister Basketball. Um, like I, I knew you're a confident guy, and you knew you were in the running and you had a chance. But really, when they announced and told you you're Mister Basketball, how surprised were you? Well, first off, thank you so much for having my father and I. Um, but yeah, it was. It was kind of crazy. Like when when I knew I was a finalist, I thought I had a pretty good shot. I thought there was a decent amount of coaches who would vote for me, and but it's still you still don't know until you know. And once I got that call, I was super excited. It was my dad calling me from my brother on the way home from my brother's basketball practice from his travel team. So I was kind of just at home with my mom. We were going crazy. It was it's just it was hard. It was kind of hard to wrap my head around. I still kind of have some trouble with that. Just because it's a tremendous award and the magnitude is crazy, but yeah, it's 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 a great honor. And I thought I had a decent shot, but I don't know. I, you know, I would definitely would not have bet anything on it. I know I can't legally, but I definitely would have not have. <laughs> you know, I was confident, but not super confident. You know, you know, the, the, I guess the hardest part was is they tell you way before they announce it, and you've got to sit on it for several days. And in today's day and age. People like to tweet. People like their TikTok. They they like all this stuff that I don't understand. It's hard, isn't it? Like not to tell people around you that hey, I won this award. This is so cool. It was so hard, especially because a lot of a lot of my friends and family were pretty invested in it as well. They were always asking me like, hey, did you find out yet? And they're like, no, I'm sorry. Like when I do, I'll tell you. Like just lying to people because I had to. But once I was able to tell my family because I had to invite them to the press conference. That made it a lot easier because that, those are, you know, most of the people I probably would have told. But, yeah, it was definitely not fun. I definitely – and I'm glad they told me early, but it, it wouldn't have hurt to tell me a couple of days later. All right. Well, while all this is going on, what's going through your head, Coach? <laughs> you know, I think what Tyler said is very accurate. Like, you know, we knew he had a chance, but, my goodness, just, just such a special honor and still kind of hard to believe. You know, I think uh, – you get caught up in the moment, and you know we know all the guys in the state to play, and it kind of seems like a smaller thing in terms of, you know, the basketball community. But when you you look at all the names on the list of who's won, and and just kind of going to the press conference and seeing kind of all the rigmarole, it's just it's just it's just still hard to kind of comprehend because it's uh, super special. You know, okay, five guys on the list, and I I know that you probably know most mm-hmm. of those guys. You've seen yeah. them play. Um, actually, basketball, all sports are really getting smaller and smaller with all the travel ball. Yes. And everybody seems to know one another. In, in the past, I would have no idea who a kid in Grand Rapids was, but nowadays you might even play with them in the summer. Um, so two through four are separated by 193 points. And then there's Tyler, 1,054 votes ahead of second place. That had to blow your mind. Yeah, for sure. I did not think that if I did win, it would be by a lot. I was expecting it to be very close. And it was very close for the most part after that. For the rest, like the, the next four were all very close. But I thought that it would be close. I thought if I won, it wouldn't be by that many points. It would probably be, you know, close. So it was kind of shocking to see, to get there and see the points and be like, what the heck? So I'll, I'll go back four years. I'm still working in radio. Uh, and everybody is telling me, 
oh, wait till you see this kid at Northern play. They've got a freshman. It's Tyler Jamison, Brian's son. He's just going to be fantastic. So I'm like, oh, all right, schedule a Northern game early in the season. Come out and, and watch the freshman play. Didn't make a basket, had five points in the game, all on free throws, and I'm like, what's the big deal? A couple weeks later, you guys are playing at SC4. I think you were playing Croslex. And he dropped in the mid-20s, and I'm like, oh, okay. And then it just kept getting better <laughs> after that. Um, how long, like I know it's four years ago, but how long did it take you before you're like, oh, yeah, I can play varsity basketball and I can be one of the best guys on the court? I, I think it kind of started, well, early in the season – I remember very vividly that PH game was actually the day before the cross Lexington game because I remember after the game we won and I had played terrible. I had zero field goals, five points, came out, airballed my first three-pointer from the corner. <laughs> wasn't even close. And I went home and I was shooting in the driveway that night. It was like 10 o'clock. We had a game the next day and I would just not let it go. And so I think that it, it did take some time for me to settle in. But once I got that confidence going, it was pretty early in the season. I think that cross Lex game was definitely my coming out party. I believe I had 24 or 26 in that game. And that just came, kind of built, built from there. And it helped that I had a lot of other good players on my team. We had James, we had Ryan, Carter. Those guys could get going, and I didn't necessarily feel as much pressure. It was more comfortable just to be able to do my thing. So that helped a lot. I didn't even really get to enjoy the moment because then PH and Gross Point South or somebody played, and Gross Point South made like 15 three-pointers. <laughs> Anyways, when did you know? Like, uh, did you? Was it early on when he was still playing uh, in the, the the lower levels and coming up through middle school? Did you know he's going to be all right? I I knew, yeah. In middle school, I knew he was going to help us right away, and and I knew he was probably going to be special, you know. And and but I think that level of specialness kind of exceeded my expectations. You know, I I think you know even his freshman year, I believe he averaged about fourteen a game, which is great for a freshman right but then you know that sophomore year he really jumped you know we we lost quite a few scores and uh i think he averaged about 25 that next year but i i would say seventh eighth grade i knew he was going to help us early but uh I, I never anticipated this to be honest with you um it was at dakota uh in the regional final on a saturday district final, district final yeah on a on a saturday that you that was the day I said, okay, you're next level, Tyler, because you, you kind of just put it on your back and said, if we're going to win this game, I'm going to try to figure out a way. And for three quarters, I thought you guys were going to do it. But um, you're out there limping around. They can't take you out of the game. You couldn't take him out of the game. His, his mom would let me. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I wanted to rest him, but mom said, keep playing him. <laughs> but, I mean – what's what's going on like how how can you drive yourself to that kind of a, a level where i mean they had a really good team and you were making some of those guys look bad i think it just speaks to my uh my preparedness off the court i'm working hard every single day even even on days where you don't necessarily feel like it but on days where you aren't feeling great and so i think that prepares me to be able to play in unfavorable situations i mean watching those games, very few games where you feel 100%. Nothing's, nothing's ever always going right. There's always something going off. So I think just my, my ability to be prepared and 
work hard off the court, off the court in, in the off season that really prepares me for those situations where things aren't always going right. And like you said, that Dakota game, I still am mad about that one. Well, all the Dakota games, but <laughs> the that one, I felt like we should have won. We were up six at halftime. I had a great pass to Ryan before going into half. I was like, okay, let's roll. Like, we're feeling good. And they came out on fire in the third quarter, and we kind of just fell apart. So, yeah, that, it's just stuff like that. And then that's also motivation moving forward after that. Now, I wanted to be Ryan McNeil because that, that's the life. I'm going to go stand by the basket, and Tyler's going to throw me the ball, and I'm just going to bank it off. the. That's what I practice every day, banking it off the glass and getting my 20 points. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Ryan could make shots so at ridiculous angles. and like He made it look real easy, but those are not easy shots. And you know Tyler did like to drive and dish to Ryan, but I'll tell you what, I think people undersold what – what he meant to that team and his ability to make shots at, like I said, crazy angles and big ride. Yeah, we miss big ride. <laughs> All right. So you're, you, the other games that stick out in my mind, obviously you guys going down to St. Clair Shores and winning the, the league uh, title. Okay. Yeah, it was deflected, but it looked like you guys shot the ball into your own basket. <laughs> one point. Evan That's, DeLong, if you're uh, listening. <laughs> Let it be known that he did – it was deflected. Evan did not shoot in his own basket. <laughs> Looked like he was passing yeah. it back and put a there little arc a, on it. Well, what it was is <laughs> – yeah, it was a pass back, right? He tipped it in, I think is what happened, right? Yeah. yeah Evan yeah. passed it back to me. I inbounded it to Evan. He passed it back to me, and the kid tipped it up. Oh, right, 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 right. Went in, that's right. Yeah, and that was also the famous Malachi-Mitchell game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the the ending, I thought the kid had a good look, and, and, good. He, and he kind of bricked it and – you got the rebound, and the clock ran out, and that that was a great win um, for Port Huron Northern, and and I think that was the beginning of what you guys carried into this past season. Well, I you know going going off that yeah, so that was our junior year, Tyler's junior year, and we uh, I think that's when we kind of really started believing like well, this we can be pretty good. We had won ten games in a row in the league, and and that carried into this year. We continued and, and didn't lose the league game this year either, but. Uh, you know, again, kind of winning with some adversity. We were down the game late that game. Uh, got got a couple big steals and guys made free throws down the stretch. And uh, yeah, and a little bit of luck helps too. You know, they did have a pretty good luck. Although watching it on film, Evan contested it better than what, like live, it looked like. Yeah. Oh no, wide open layup. But it actually, Evan did a pretty good job recovering and contesting. And we were we were staying home on shooters, so we didn't want to we didn't want to dig in and give him an open three because we were up two at the time though. Had he made that, would have gone overtime. But uh, uh, no, I agree. I think I think those two Lakeshore games really kind of gave us more belief that okay, we we can play with teams that maybe a little little bit better speed, a little bit more skilled, and gave us a lot of confidence. You know, um, your junior year was a big year for for certain things. Um, you 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 scored forty seven at, at the game at SC four against was it Troy you guys were playing Troy, yeah. Athens and, uh, yeah and and Brady came back and he's laughing and got his chest out oh, I saw him score the school record blah 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 and then a couple weeks later he had the fifty nine point game and I was at that and I I don't know that that's a lot of points when did you know you were going to have a good game like are you in warm up just going oh, I'm feeling it tonight or is it you're in the second quarter all of a sudden you're like man i feel like i'm scoring a lot like when did it set in that you were having a huge just a huge game 
It was it was right off the bat because if I remember that game correctly, I came out and if it was my first second basket, it was a pretty contested layup. It was like a double clutch. I thought it should have been an and one, but it was like a tough finish. And I felt I kind of was like, okay, okay, we're getting going. And then I continued to kind of get to the rim and get to my spots. So it was probably early in the first quarter. Usually I can't really tell in warmups if it's if it's about to be a great game or not because usually my warmups feel the same. I do my pretty much same routine. But yeah, it was it was early in the game. It's probably the first quarter. Same for that that Athens game. I I felt pretty good coming to bat. I had that dunk early. Might have been the first possession or so was that dunk off my right foot going right. So yeah, it was just kind of kind of those situations where you kind of get going and then you start feeling yourself. Okay, so he scores 59, Coach. It's all right. Hey, be proud. <laughs> I'm glad that he remembers this stuff. I'm just trying to provide no, as many details as possible. He's a very detail guy, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, 59 points. You shot one three-pointer the entire game. Of course, it went in. Um, but, like, guys don't score that many points and not make three-point shots. Normally when you hear about a game like that, oh, a kid knocked down 10, 12, 14 three-pointers – you're getting layups and shooting free throws. I think you made 20 free throws in that game, which is also a stupid number Yeah, um, that you could even get to the line that many times. Um, so that's what impresses me about that game. It wasn't you were standing outside the arc knocking down threes. You're driving to the basket, and, you know, Cousineau is another MAC team that plays kind of physical. Yeah. I mean, so – well, in that game, too, you know, they, they extended, really tried to pressure him early. And, you know, Todd can usually get by that first level, and then he was able to do a nice job of traversing through the next and the next help defenders. But, uh, yeah, no, he, he got it going both those nights. I and mean, those were probably two weeks apart, I think, or yeah. pretty close to close. us. Yeah. I, but just... I, I do think it, it, it doesn't settle. So, like, some guys will get, get a night, and like I said, they might hit 10 threes, but they might shoot 19 threes where – Tyler's gonna gonna go rim first, and then if you really pack it in or backing off, he'll shoot the three, obviously. But uh, I think the fact that he doesn't settle is part of the reason why he is so efficient, and he's really good too at missing and getting his own rebound. So like <laughs> his his rebound numbers they're are very inflated. They're inflated. Because <laughs> my 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 bad finishing nights correspond with my high rebound nights. <laughs> yes, you, uh, I think you had uh, twenty five that night it's rebounds, but I don't remember you missing very many shots. I really don't. Um, okay, I want answers from both of you on this one. The dunk against Marysville. Were you trying to break the rim down first? That's my question to you. At, at what point do you go, okay, I'm dunking with a little bit of authority here? As soon as I got the steal, I knew I was going to go for the dunk. I, I just kind of – it was a good angle. It was a good run-up. And for the record, the backboard was not all the way locked out. I didn't actually break it. I like to. We don't want to tell people. We don't want to tell people because it looks way cooler if you're like Shaq breaking breaking backboards. But uh, if, if, like the the pole behind it didn't lock out of the way, so it had the illusion that it was it was down and it looked normal. But then, yeah, it was. But no, I'd say right after I got like that steal, I was going in. I was like, I'm gonna try to dunk it. And, and yeah, it was kind of scary though. It was very scary. So Coach Shunk calls you down. What did he say to you? Well, <laughs> I had seen it before, and sometimes, it, you know, the starters will put the hoops down, and, and if you don't go all the way, it doesn't lock, but it's still, the basket's all the way down, and it's safe. It's just basically, 
you can kind of manually push it up a little bit. We've seen it once before, but uh, and I just told them like when I was looking at it, like it's still the basket's still good, and we did adjust a little bit so it locked out. But uh, yeah, it's a better story though that he was the one that unlocked it. But <laughs> we might we might have a custodian complicit in that uh, in that lore. <laughs> I just like that we had to sit there for a couple of seconds and wait for the thing to stop shaking so that we could even look at it to make sure yeah. it was still. I was a little worried that they that the refs or something were going to say no, we can't play. But I think he was. I was a little worried. Stuff. Coach Chunk was going to say, "Okay, we're going home now." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I assured him. I mean, it was like I said, it, it was stable. It just was yeah. uh, just needed to be locked out. So we're, <laughs> we're a good play. All right, the Dakota game. Uh, I know you're you're not going to enjoy memories of your last game, but you did score forty six in your last game uh, of high school basketball. Again, really impressive. But what is it about that basketball team, like? We're all sitting there, and this is our fault because we're all sitting there going, this is the year, this is the year, and you guys probably are listening to us tell you this is the year. (laughs) Why are they so good, and why do they win district titles like there's nothing to it? Well, most years I would say the talent discrepancy is hugely in their favor, you know, and they're a school of 2,800 kids, and they're big and they're athletic. Um and, you know, even though they didn't win a lot of games, they're still Dakota, right? And now we had beaten them a week before by 10. Um, and this their physicality was not a great matchup for us, especially, as many know, we were down a lot of guys. In fact, five of our guys were out. A sixth one got hurt. And, and uh, so we were – we didn't have some of our bigs, some of our older kids too that, that play a little more physical. And we, def- we, we were minus 30 on the boards. I mean, that's a stat that's – Staggering that we were a possession away when we were a minus 30 on the uh, rebounding end. But uh, they played well. I mean, you know what? I don't want to make excuses. We obviously had some guys out, but we still had chances to win. And, uh, you know, like they have a 6'8 kid who's big, and they have three college football players who all are pretty good basketball players. And, you know, and they had a point guard that knocked down four threes and shot the ball real well. And so it was just kind of a perfect storm for them. And, uh, you know, again, no, no excuses. We we still had our chances, and it's that defensively we didn't have a very good game. We weren't rotating real well, and we gave up way too many points because we we scored enough to win. You know, we, I think we scored seventy seven maybe. Yeah. Or, and uh, that should win you a basketball game unless you know, kind of remind me of the Spartans last night a little <laughs> bit, where it's like, you know, they're scoring enough, they just couldn't get stops. And but again, I, it. The bigger physical teams aren't always great matchups for us, you know, just because of the rebounding issues. All right, we've got uh, Tyler Jamison, Mr. Basketball, and Brian Jamison, his dad and coach, and uh, we'll continue our conversation in just a moment. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, 
nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, so... uh, you you actually became the all-time leading scorer at Northern your junior year, and we were kind of just noticing that all the people you're passing on the list are named Jameson. <laughs> I guess there was one Weimer stuck in there. <laughs> but uh, so obviously, and then your your younger brother Alex uh, is looks like he's going to be a decent player too. He had a pretty good freshman year. So... I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you turned out to be a good basketball player. It seems to be in the genes, huh? The basketball family. Like, when did you fall in love with the game, Coach? You know what? It, uh, my father um, was the high school coach at Porter Central. So Porter Central used to be a high school back when we had three high schools. It closed in '81 as a high school. And so, long story short, my older brother and I we grew up in the gym and just fell in love with basketball. Um, kind of pass it on to my younger brother. The, the three of us really, really were all big basketball guys. That comes from my dad. And my mom was a super fan. Like, she was all in. Um, and then, you know, of course, I had two boys, and, you know, they grew up in the gym. And it's funny how it's funny how the trickles down. The cycle but, continues. Yeah, so 
No, we've been a big basketball family for you know ever since. My, my dad's generous was kind of first. He he uh, he played freshman ball at Michigan State, and uh, and that's where it really started was for him. All right, so give me give me the rundown because I know you won't be there next year, but this is a young group, a lot of good talent is coming back. Alex, Cam Haru, Amir Moreland. Uh, I, I literally like Cantrell. I like Johnson. And they're telling me that there's other kids that I don't even know about yet who are going to be good players in the next couple of years. So th- this good time for Northern basketball, isn't it? Yeah, it's just the beginning. I think my four years, it was kind of the transition almost from we were very veteran heavy, and now we're very freshman, sophomore heavy. We'll have Luke back next year who's a senior or who will, will be a senior, and he'll bring that leadership like he's always brought. But, yeah, we're going to be young, and I, I don't think much will change from the perspective of we're going to play free, we're going to play fun, we're going to go out and run. We need a ton of possessions. So I think that it's, you know, it might be a little different without me because this year I was able to guard bigs and I, and I kind of did a little bit of everything. But I, I think we're definitely in good hands, and those freshmen, are they're pretty good, and the sophomores are pretty good, and the juniors, they're not too bad themselves. Like Everyone is good. So I, I don't expect us to have a drop-off losing me or anything. I think, if anything, these next three years will get better. You know, here, there's a good question. He led me into my next question. What position do you play? What are you? What, what, what do we list you as? I, you know, everyone, I don't know. Everyone kind of asked me that. I, I, in high school, I say I do it all. For college, I'll probably be a 2-3 a wing, as they say, but – I don't really know what position I'm It kind of just depends on who we're playing and what we need. Coach? Well, it's basketball today, right? Like, And I think <laughs> what most you watch in the tournament, put your best basketball players on the floor. And Tyler's a basketball player. Like, do you need him to post? Do you need him to shoot? You know, and he guarded the five just because we, we decided to go smaller this year and really try to cause mismatches at the offensive end. And But he brought the ball up a lot. So, I mean, he's – it's kind of a 2023, you know, I think that's kind of the trend more too is, hey, it's not really worth so much about the number you are. Just just let's put guys that are versatile and can switch and guard different things. So I think that's where he transfers to in college. He can guard, you know, well, <laughs> in theory he can guard two or three positions. But, uh, no, he, he can guard. He can guard a lot of positions. But uh, My college coach will probably be a lot better, so I'll be better at defense. <laughs> His college coach will hold him more accountable for defensive end of the floor. But uh, he, uh, no, he is a hybrid. You know, he's kind of a lot of different things. But uh, but I think that's what allowed us to play different, too, was, okay, if you go, you know, he can guard a five. And that, that helped. Cause, and, and next year we'll have to probably make some adjustments to guard the bigs. And I think you'll see us pick up earlier more and do things like that. But the college is a different animal. Uh, and uh, – uh, kind of hinted at, at this that I was going to ask you about this um, because everybody on your team will have been the best player on their high school team. Everybody you play against will have been the best player on the team that they played for in high school. So you know, there's nobody to pick on out on the floor. Everybody's good. How do you up your game to keep up with all the other players who are just like you? Yeah, I think I need to continue – kind of my career tra- trajectory and I mean you look at the past three years each year I've gotten bigger I've gotten stronger I've gotten faster and that physicality is something that took me a little bit to adjust to coming into high school and that's something I want to get on early and in college especially and just get in the weight room 
get big as big as possible and so just so I can have that strength and be able to match up with some of those bigger guys because like we said in the previous previous segment like our previous question I kind of will have to guard I'm kind of able to guard a little bit of everything but I need to be prepared to do that so there's that and then uh, just continue with all my skill work and continue to get in shape it's it's something that you know isn't always the prettiest getting getting your however many shots in everyone's different with that but I I just I'm just excited to get out there and be able to play against these good guys I'm welcoming the challenge because at the end of the day you know you can't be in high school forever eventually you have to move on and I think I'm ready for that. And what advice are, are you giving him for the preparing for the next level? Well, and, you know, kind of twofold here. But one thing is I do think at the college level the floor is actually spaced better because you can't leave those wings. And so I do think when high school you could kind of put five guys in the paint. You know, they'll, they'll be more driving lanes. Now the guy guarding you is going to be six seven and longer and might pin your stuff on the glass. So, like, it'll be, you know, I think you'll have – a little more drive you know, in terms of driving lane openness, but then it's just gonna be a better defender there. Um, no, like he said, he's just got to keep working because it, it changes immensely. He's played high level AU and kind of has has seen that too, where everyone on the floor is going to college and it's it's length, it's athleticism, and it's you know if you're a step slow and your clothes out, that three's down. I mean, you're just gonna have to kind of go from it's guarding you know good high school kids to. Like everybody out there, like you said, is a dude, and and uh, no, I, I think he understands that, you know. I, I, but but it's it's a step, that's a big step faster. I mean, I I played Division three basketball, and I was kind of you know a little overwhelmed by the strength and speed, and I mean he's obviously going a little bit higher than me. He's a little bit better than I was, maybe. But uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, debatable. Different times. Hard to compare. Yeah, eras. you can't compare. Hard to compare. Hard to compare, eras, compare yeah. eras, you know, it was a more physical game. Refs didn't yeah, call they, things. They, they, they didn't dunk in your. <laughs> uh, the there wasn't a three-point line. <laughs> Kids today have it easy. No, I, but no, he. I think he understands, and I probably maybe keep it re- too real for him sometimes. But uh, no, we'll have him ready, hopefully. Um, let's step away from the court because actually, the next big thing in your life is graduating, uh, and then uh, you know. You, you, you do have to go to class in college. Uh, I, I know some people say you don't, but you do. Uh, what are you interested in? What, what are you going to study? Because I know you're a smart kid. Yeah, I, I think right now I'm leaning towards finance. I'm interested. I'm a big-time math guy, and I know with finance there's a lot of different options. There's a lot of different options as far as like math goes and modeling and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I'd say that probably leaning towards that. But I'm pretty open. Like I, I'm not definitely not committed to anything yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And Hopefully, don't have to, don't have to, you know to make a decision too soon on what I want to do with the rest of my life. Well, when you open Jameson Financial, uh, don't forget us. Uh, All right, I, I can get you a couple of thirty second ads in every Northern game. <laughs> let's let's have some fun because I know Alex listens to every podcast. Oh, he sure does. So uh, talk about Alex a little better, otherwise yeah. he'll, he'll tune out. He'll tune out. His attention span isn't that long. It's probably getting... so. So let's get everybody's uh, opinion here. Does he have any chance of catching your records, or are your records unattainable? I'm not going to say they're unattainable. I think that Alex is in a different situation than I am, or I was. I guess was now. It's just he has a lot more scores on the court with him, and that's not saying that I didn't play with a lot of great players, but. They're, those those three guys are all going to score a ton, and they're going to combine for way more points than I scored. But it will be hard for each of them to have those big nights, and they will they will have them. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked if one of them has a 
couple 35 plus point nights next year, all of them combined. But it's, I think it's going to be a little harder for them to do that consistently because if they are all scoring that much, they're probably not going to be on the court in the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, what's Alex's strength, coach? Alex, I mean, it really has developed as a shooter, you know, and he's kind of when he was younger, I think it was more the well-rounded. He's he's kind of used to be more of a pass-first guard, and he's still probably – Now he's just pass-first to me. Passer, his passer button still works a little better than his brother's does. Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, Alex is a heady player, and, I mean, he, he really, like I, I think, could be an elite shooter if he keeps going like he's going. But uh, – no, like like Tyler said though. I mean, hopefully we don't need a guy to score twenty nine a night or twenty seven a night. Like that's, you know, I, I think going to be our strength moving forward is we can we can score a lot of different places and, but all those guys are capable, like you said. And if a guy's out or two guys are out, you know, don't be surprised if any any one of those guys coming back puts up forty a night. You know, but uh, but it will be hard to break the records. Um, I, I guess the biggest chance would be. You know, you had, you had two games every year. Tyler missed some games. Well, because I missed COVID games, so I missed like, my mono games, and then they also have eight additional games. So, so yeah, they'll get some extra games in. But uh, you know, our our goal right now is let's let's we just want to win, right? Yeah. And that's and those guys, you know, I don't want to specify just the freshmen because, like I said, our sophomore class, mm-hmm. our junior class, we we like them as well, and uh, we just, we're going to win. We're going to try to win and. If, if records come along the way, hopefully it's more team record kind of stuff. See, I know you'd never do it because you're you're you're, you're classy, but uh, I want a hundred points, Coach. Well, do you, you want a hundred points? You want to know it's funny. About I thought that. I'd get a hundred points at least once this year with this group. You, uh, you want It's funny you should mention that because if you look at the record board, you can see which team has the record for most points in a game. It's 1991. hundred points. Here on Northern versus Lance Cruz. So his team, his senior year. Has the record, and we have not been allowed to touch it. I know so, you got in the nineties once, right? Did you get the, uh, to the nineties against Roseville? Um, listen, I never try to stop them from hundred. <laughs> I, 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 it was more typically we hit ninety or up by a lot. So actually, the Roseville game was still somewhat competitive because yeah, yeah, because we couldn't stop we anyone. Weren't, we weren't stopping <laughs> people, but uh, no, I think too. You know, it, you kind of learn like. I'm not gonna have a kid get hurt in a game when we're up by 30. That's like like when I see you know I'm just not gonna do it. So we took scores out. We still have good players out there, but just not a lot of scores in the fourth quarter always. But uh, you know sometimes too we'd have three bigs and you know we, it was we weren't gonna put up a lot of points with them. But they're they're good rebounders and good defenders. But that's kind of. Kind of kept it, See, it, it was different in 91. He had to stay out there and, right. and play 32 minutes. Coach and... Hanton was letting them run and gun. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what the opponent had that night, but I I do remember, though, it, I, we were on the bench when we scored 100. It was definitely our, our bottom five out there that put up the 100. So. And everybody celebrated except Coach Hanton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he might have even yelled at you afterwards. Yeah. I don't know. Coach Hanton, like, he'd like to put on the gas. Yeah, he was yeah. not afraid. <laughs> he certainly was classy, so he wasn't going to run up on someone. But, you know, he he, uh, he definitely enjoyed that that run. All right. Well, we'll take our last break here because the guys have a busy day, and uh, we'll wrap things up in uh, just a moment.
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 we welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> that was brought up during the break if my brother was still refing. How many T's has he given you? <laughs> I don't know how he gave me any. I was... It's one of those guys you, you don't mess with because you know he'll he'll give you one. <laughs> well, um, and you're I think you were playing. Uh, you guys were playing Fitz, and he teed up the the scorekeeper for Fitz. Oh, that was, that was at Northern. 
That would have been my. Was it during COVID? That would, would have been my. That might have been the, the, the ah, That was that was. They your, they uh, still had year they had the, the the two uh, brothers that were really good. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, West, yeah. the West boys. The West boys, yeah. yeah. Trey West. And, 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 I, and I think. I want to say the scorekeeper might have been Coach's dad. Yeah. So I, th- I think it was Grandpa was keeping I the book. I think scorekeepers can get, get mouth at the rest <laughs> Yeah, of those scorekeepers, you've you got to be careful. And, and my brother teed him up. Uh, and then later that year, I was doing the, the Mooney playoff game against Southfield Christian, and their bookkeeper got teed up, and then Mike McAndrews got thrown out because of it, and he really didn't say anything. And he didn't even say it to the referee he was mad at. He called the other guy over to try to explain the situation. The other guy ran him. And then there's a great picture that Brendan Folsom took oh, yeah. of him peeking, peeking down, down the hallway. I remember that. I've seen that. <laughs> How many tea? Did, did you get a tea? I got one. It was so stupid. I should not have gotten a tech for that. I, I, it was uh, against Hamtramck. I, it was a back door. I had a dunk. And I yelled, let's go. And I kind of made eye contact with the kid after I came down, and he teed me up. It was like the yeah, the ref thought he was taunting, but he was just kind of yelling "Let's go" as he turned. And but it was yeah, that was your only tee. I'm only tech my career, and that's how I got yeah. it. Well, I mean, it's like I understand why the rules are in yeah. place, and then there are times, and then there are kids who will be goofy with things, and they should get teed up at that moment. But like. Okay, we, we were talking off the air. The atmosphere at Northern this year for basketball, the gym was packed. The student section packed, and it gets crazy. You get the band in there playing, and it's just so loud and so crazy, and everybody's into the game. And I, I saw it. You did it. Alex did it. A lot of the guys did it. Knock down a shot over in that corner, and then you kind of turn, you know, and everybody's going crazy, and you can't high-five the kids going by, but you feel like you want to, you know. Uh, And to me, that's fun. That's young people in the moment having fun, and I don't understand why we don't let people celebrate and enjoy what they're doing. It's sports. It's supposed to be fun. It's going to be hard work later on. Let them enjoy it at this level. Yeah, for me, it's hard sometimes. I'm still kind of an old hat. Um, I do a lot of kids to, as long as they're celebrating with each other, not taunting the opponent, not clapping in faces. That's where I, I do think that gets out of control. Yeah. Make a play, stare at someone. I But if you're looking at your student section and, and they feel involved and you know, celebrate with each other, teammates. That's you know, that's just, it's just joyous, right? Like that's what kids yeah. should be doing. But that's um, more fun for everyone too. Yeah, yeah everyone getting I mean, involved. I and... think there's. I don't like when people make the too little symbol. I don't like. We do have some rules about what we're allowed to do, and you know, like I said, if if the kids do the arrow threes, I mean, I don't love it. I'm you know, but it's he's yeah, he's an old head. I don't. I'm not super into that either. I've, every once in a while. I'll you can call the ball, but like you said, it's it is an adrenaline-filled gym this year, and I I do want to shout out to our students. They were amazing, and, and our community and our band. Our band is amazing. When they come to a game, it just it just makes the place more electric, and I can't thank them enough. But anyway, it was just a great year and that kind of stuff. And yeah, you know, like I said, I I, I probably allow the kids to celebrate a little more, you know, within within reason. Well, hey, there have been years. Because I'll, I'll sit up there broadcasting the game, and during free throws, you feel like you have to whisper, or everybody in the, the gym is going to hear you talking, and I don't want to distract somebody when they're taking a free throw. But this year, 
even during free throws, I've got to scream just so I feel like I'm being heard on the broadcast. Uh, and, and that's a lot of fun. Um, favorite team to play against? Ooh, that's tough. I, I, I have to go with probably the local rivalries in general. They're fun to play against. And Port Huron High, it's hard not to say Port Huron High just because the atmosphere of those games. It's, I mean, like, since I was a kid, you go to those games, even when the teams aren't particularly good, and this year both teams were good, which was even better, but, like, even when the teams aren't great, the atmosphere is crazy. So this year, I don't know if you were, I don't know if you were at that game. Brady did the, yeah. the, the game early in the season. It was, it was incredible. Like, both sides were packed. The PH student section was there. Our student section was there. And that's how it's been throughout my high school. So I'll probably say Port Aaron High, but there's a ton of great teams we played, and uh, it's hard to pick one. You, you don't know how bad Brady wanted a PH Northern District final. He's like, they'll be turning people away. They're, they won't be able to get them all in the gym. And then he was going to arm wrestle me to do the game um, because he was over. Who's winning the, that arm wrestle? Uh, I would have beat him. <laughs> Old man strength, right? He would break my arm. <laughs> he, he hasn't been in the gym since he graduated from Wayne, but he could still break my arm. <laughs> Football guys. <laughs> How much, like, is the is weight training important in basketball? Like, do you have to really? Like, I, I'm lifting probably, well, during the season, if time permits, usually probably four times a week, three times a week. Just trying to get as much of that strength as possible, and in the off season, it's it's almost every day. I mean, I take rest days and everything, but there are very few days where I'm not doing any resistance training at all. And I find it like during the season, I find that it almost helps me recover. I know I'll, I I kind of, I go, kind of go down the the NBA wormholes and rabbit holes, and <laughs> there's a lot of like the NBA guys. A lot of them do like light lifts after games and stuff like that. So I find like after a game, if I next day can get a, a decent lift in, that I feel pretty good. All right. Um, I don't get any liftings during the season. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> there's no way training going on with I, coaching. I, I haven't had my, a, well, Maybe some of my coaches, but I I wish I did. No, but, uh, yeah, our, our players, it's a big – you know, we try to get them away from But a lot of them are in a weights class, so that helps. Yeah. I haven't lifted a weight since, like, <laughs> 1982. Uh, anyways, uh, I know that uh, you've got stuff to get to, so uh, – Last word, you can say whatever you need to say, and then we'll let you go. Uh, I would just like to thank all our fans and our community for this year. It was incredible. It was an incredible ride. Obviously, it did not end how we had hoped, but it was just the, the support that we got was crazy. And it, regardless of whether you're a student or whether you're just a fan, or it doesn't matter. Like, everyone was great. And so I just want everyone to know how much that means to us. All right. And, Coach? Uh, piggybacking off that, community support. Uh, Local media too, uh, uh, guys. You guys are amazing. Stuck on sports. Oh, this is this awesome. beat's working, so that's I mean, all. It's awesome. Kaylee Newberry and and uh, Brennan Welper, like the four of you. It really does make and add to what we're doing, and so uh, you know, just just happy to be part of you know, Portland area sports and Blue Water area is awesome. All right, Coach Brian Jamison and Mr. Basketball Tyler Jamison. Good luck. All right, because it it only gets more fun from from here. And thanks for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thank you. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.